0: Welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast, episode number 31, the it-was-a-slightly-fuggo-game-but-we'll-take-the-win-on-the-road-of-the-lunchtime-catch-up. Uh, With me, as always, is Scotty. Hello, everyone,
1: and look, uh, the game literally ended 10 seconds ago, so we were pretty much... Right, watching the TV, and as soon as it finished, we went right. Let's go do a podcast and straight in while it's fresh. And we thought it'd be a nice change for you to hear us talk as the game just ended. Look, we it would rather be a more spectacular game.
0: That, it wasn't real special uh, as a as a spectacle of <laughs> AFL. No,
1: look, the pressure was fine, but boy, uh, talk about mistakes on both sides and
0: in front of goal.
1: Yeah, I think goal-kicking will be on the agenda
0: uh, this week from both clubs, because it wasn't special at all. No, no, not real, not real special, but, I mean, there are a lot of things in this game that I think that are positives. Um, first and foremost, um, the red man. The red man. Um, just out of nowhere. The yeah. Kid got, what did he get? End up with... 24. No, disposal. 24, yeah. Ended up with 24. Um, looked like the kind of player that I know you, Scotty, have been talking about. But he looks like a guy who spent a heap of time in the midfield and generally is doing what he was there to do. I think he, he blew up a little bit towards the end of the game and, and got a bit tired. But Mason Redman has just given the boys down at Essendon another little...
1: Yeah, something to think about.
0: Another little bit to think about. There's um there's the Ridley boy who's come through and just done okay. Yeah. Um, Mason Redman, who I've I've always said there's a player there. You've always been a massive fan of his. So really good 24 touches in your opening game thanks very much
1: yeah exactly that's um that's a very very good um first game of this year i mean a first game for probably since 2016 so yep. i think he's only played two or three senior games overall so he's quickly shown i guess what we've been talking about with the VFL about how much he's progressing and that's the that's the Mason Red we've been watching in the VFL. So yeah. coming off that halfback and and he obviously plays a high halfback, so comes through the middle as well. Uh, he's handling the pressure and and the traffic really well. He his little short sort of foot skills was really on song today. Had a few you know like the rest of the team the inside kind of? inside fifty could have maybe had a few options. But look overall you. You could not complain about Mason Redmond's game. That's a, a fantastic first game back for a long time. All credit to the kid. And sometimes, uh, a bit like a Guelphie, when you just haven't had that opportunity for so many years, you see the hunger in the person, and and he's grabbed his opportunity with two hands. Uh, and, and, look, I, I met the kid at a sponsor's night, and you couldn't be more happy for him. Like, you, if you have a... If you excuse you, yeah, excuse me. If, if if you get to know the guy, it's just a fantastic guy and, and fantastic attitude. So, uh, the, I reckon the whole club will be so excited for him this week because he's very popular. Absolutely. And and yeah. So, look, the the positive is, and we spoke about this last week, that two months ago we had the worst month of footy that I can remember for quite some time, and, and at least in the last months we we've had. The last month we've had two interstate trips, yep. and they're usually our who so we don't turn up for those. But we've won both, and we've won three the last four. So it's something. It's like we go into the. We've now got a week off. It's something now to at least address and say, okay, you know, there's a few there's a few things that have gone okay. I thought our pressure was pretty good today, actually. Yeah. Uh, our effort was actually solid. So and with Heppel down halfway through the game, we ran out the game really well. Uh, I was a bit worried about that last quarter yeah. with that eight points in a row, kind of third quarter that we had. Uh, so I thought we might have blown, and it had a bit of a shades of last year's debacle. Oh man! And I was like, <laughs> oh no, Xavier could be on the Twitter feed here. I hope oh, it but be. um, yeah. but no, it was a it was a fantastic, it was a, a fantastic effort, and I thought the effort was really good. So I, I'm pleased with that, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of positives.
0: Uh, Hurls Hills on um, on Hipwood. Yeah, Hills Hills then...
1: was back to form in in the sense of defending. Yeah. Like he he shut him did, and him Did and... you see Hipwood yeah. afterwards? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean Hipwood he it uh, kind of ticked two goals but had like three possessions going yeah, yeah, so yeah. so he didn't really have any impact on the game. I thought the job uh and and Rob Shaw tweeted about this. I thought the job Langford and Myers combined did on Dame Beams was fantastic. I thought I mean, Dane Beams had about 30 possessions and five goals last week. So, we have really nullified his influence over the game quite dramatically, actually. So, all credit to them. Sometimes, it's not always stats. I thought Myers and and Langford did a a good job of negating Dane Beams. Uh, Look, Myers... Carl Hooker. Myers, by the way, Myers has picked up 28 possessions. I, I can't remember, actually, the last time Myers has had that kind of possession tally. So, he's picked up 28, and he's had 11 contested possessions... That's uh, big. Yeah, that he's, is had, big. he's had four clearances, he's led the side in clearances. So, that's a big game from David Myers and he was under a lot of pressure when got when he got selected on Thursday and and look, I thought it was a wrong selection. So, I you know, I'm as humble as anyone. I'm never going to bag David Myers because he's a fantastic person. Yeah. So, but I was a little bit surprised when he got an instant call up, but we're always happy to be proven wrong. And, oh. and all credit to him and and he needs to do that week in, week out, and his body needs to be consistent to allow him to, to allow yeah. it. And that's the reality. We're not putting David down. His body has consistently let him down. Yep. But that's I'm really pleased for him. That will give him a a lot of, um, I guess, hope. I guess that things are getting get on track. Um, but there's a few little cameos. I thought Adam Sard continually tried to take on the man and I was really really pleased with him yep he he does the things that are really hard to do and, and take on that take on the game when the rest of the side sometimes is kicking sideways and
0: left and, and it, actually we're sitting here at the moment looking at the AFL.com.au stats on the game and literally because we're doing this directly after the it's game changing. the stats are changing in front of our eyes <laughs> so so if we do a wrong stat it's just because it's it's just it's,
1: they're formally updating it as we speak. Exactly
0: right. So Adam Sard has just moved up into the third highest possession getter, um, 24, disposals yeah. in twenty four. So um, Mason Redmond at number uh, equal number three, apparently, according to the to the website. Um, I want to I want to point out um, Kale Hooker and uh, Michael Hurley. Um, so we got solid, Hurley solid as ever, solid as ever. Eleven marks between the pair of them across um, half. Oh back. yeah, they
1: both took eleven marks. Eleven yeah.
0: marks, and that's that's all right across half back. Means the ball was down there a fair bit. But those two boys did what those two boys do, and they just they took the marks when they needed to. Yeah, um, Hurley shut down Hipwood, and the the smaller blokes on the Brisbane Brisbane um, forward line um, ended up not a factor, unfortunately. So, yeah. um, and look, they've
1: only kicked sixty two points, so it's a good def- good defensive job all around.
0: What are we What are we looking at? We got they got us by seven overall disposals. Um. Yeah, Free so kicks, doesn't matter. Clearances, yeah, one more to that yeah, even look,
1: we've smashed him in inside 50. So 21 before <laughs> inside 50. So and I'll tell you we, what. It felt like the game was about six to eight goals us ahead for, for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I wonder whether or not that inside 50s thing is, again, that change in. Like, I mean, I'd, I'll come out and say it. I don't reckon Jimmy Stewart's playing in this game because he didn't follow instructions last week, right?
1: that's my that's my gut feeling as well.
0: Yeah, right. So and and you know what, fine. But um the fact that we had forward structure. Yeah. Our our forward line, the ball gets down there. I'd love to yeah. see the difference between that game in Richmond because our ball never got ha- past just over halfway because yeah. it just got eaten up by a wall. But if you if you're getting what 65, which is what 21 more inside 50s than in the opposition, you're going to outscore them. It's, that's, yeah. And with that forward structure, it is great to see McKernan down in the forward line jumping up in the air, Jakey jumping up in the air. It's
1: Well, it was interesting. We It felt like we had a secondary, um, not structure issue with the forward line, but because there were so many new faces, like we only actually had 10 marks inside 50. Uh, I noticed how the forwards, I don't know if you saw this, Grant, but actually were sort of running... Um, they were leading into the same areas, like Stringer, and felt like Stringer and McKernan just weren't on song communication-wise. Yeah, you but,
0: pointed that out with um, with uh, Greeny.
1: Yeah, and so that was the, that was sort of the only issue I saw. And look, because Greeny came in, it felt like a whole different forward line, and and it just didn't feel like they were used to each other. No, nah, that's uh, right. And and that caused a little bit of issue of us looking at inside fifty that our leading. Uh, and many times, for some reason, the Brisbane guys were leading us to the ball. So I wish we were a little bit more proactive when we're streaming down that we're in front of the defender, not the defender yeah, in front I, of us. So I think
0: it's it's another thing everybody as a supporter needs to keep in mind. I mean, we can we can say, listen, that's the forward line they've put out there, so we expect a lot from them. But just keep in mind too that Mitch Brown and Jake Stringer will have played exactly no football together, like <laughs> exactly none together, right? So no one's going to know where the other one prefers to run and sure, they train together and stuff, but a midfield like that with McKernan and, and Stringer and Brown, it's it's all brand new for those guys. Mm. We haven't had the consistency and the continuity of having three or four blokes in there that know exactly where each yeah. other run and and they can support that. And people like Orazio and Waller and Greeny and Greenie in that, there's no, they don't know where to run particularly. Like they, they, they're just trying to react to where Brownie's running and react to where Jakey's running. Yeah, because they're not quite sure just yet. But um, for that, that's I mean our midfield looked sorry our, our um, small forwards looked dangerous. Wallow um, kicked one, I believe, and missed one that he should have kicked. Um, kicked two actually. Kicked two uh, actually, and missed one that he should have kicked. Um, Stringer three, yeah, yeah. Dyson was heading. Dyson, for three, yeah, he was. He was heading for three votes right now. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know it was pretty obvious he was heading for three votes. Big time. Um, what did you think of their Hodge clash? Do you think they're gonna have a look Absolutely at it?
0: Absolutely nothing in it, mate. That's that's just Hodgey going harder at the ball than Dyson.
1: I think the fact that Dyson uh, and I'll have to see it again. So we're talking. He decelerated, fresh again, but but it kind of feels like Dyson didn't have clean hands. so it didn't and kind of fumbled a little bit the ball. Yeah. And, and Hodges just ran through him. Hey, uh, now his only problem is that his shoulder has collected his head. That's the only thing. Uh, technically, to us, you and I love that stuff. Oh, man, I'd, I'd be I, I can still. It, it will still go up, and whether he, get, whether I'm not sure. It's kind of fifty fifty to me. But there's always like that annoying technicality where he could go. Yeah, but probably. but I mean. I, I don't that all that kind of stuff is I, I know it's an Essendon player and he's one of my favourite Essendon players but I still like the game tough and and that's 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 mentality that Hodgie has and that's why they won three grand finals and that's, Exactly right. And 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 I don't mind it that's it for me it's like I love when our guys do that so I can't really complain when the other it's on the other side but I loved I like I just love hard tough footy but yeah. they'll they'll have a look at it I'm not I'm pretty sure because it wasn't a head clash it was actually a a, a shoulder bump
0: I'm pretty to sure you're right. So no, but, I mean, that's the I'm pretty sure you'll be right. Now mm-hmm. Iceman He's in Guelph, your little champion. The Guelph man. Every time I look up, he was touching the ball. Like, how many did he get?
1: He actually got about eighteen. But eighteen,
0: not... like, but every Ted said, he, he got him in the forward line. He got him in the back line. He was all over the shop. The Guelph.
1: But, uh, yeah, he's uh, seventeen. Sorry, uh, but he was. Um, he just has something about him. It's it's hard to explain how I you think it's yeah. AFL
0: footballer. It like just it has he some looks smart. He it's looks like, the
1: goods. Yeah, I've, I've watched that one where he kicked out on the full, but the blind turn to actually get out. Of trouble, he just does these small things. I go, oh, he's such a player with you. He's
0: got a bit of composure about him and all.
1: Yeah, he's he's just a real player. He's just something that he's got a real pressure, uh, hardened. he feels like he's played fifty, hundred games, like a match harder Yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually thought uh, that was a bit of a return to form for McGrath today. I yep. thought I thought he was starting
0: to <laughs> run the lines again. Um. <laughs> yeah, this website's <laughs> updating again in front of us. Adam Sard <laughs> is just looking at him and he went from yeah Mason is now third higher than Adam Sard at third mm. for some strange reason. Anywho.
1: I think it's yeah, maybe I'm just on super coach points or something like that. But yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so I thought McGrath started to have
1: a bit of return to form, and that's important because he helps us with that run. Yep. Devin, Devin Smith again. He's just,
0: just he's, solid yeah, every week. I swear. He's 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 a smart footballer, and he's going to be a really good pickup, even if he does decide to do buddy snapshots across his <laughs> body that don't even make the distance. I'm 30 out. Yeah. I hope the boys... Mm, yeah get into it about a, that because that was crap there's a
1: fair bit of goal kicking practice to be had damn um, I'm going to do a little left field person here Ooh. and there's a small things I notice but one on one Maddie D has Matty some real D. talent and I there was just some there was probably three or four of things I noticed when he was caught one on one where he won the contest or neutralized or halved it, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, and he rarely got beaten. And, you know, he's not going to have massive stats. He's not that kind of player. But I actually feel like he's been really solid lately. And, and all credit to him. Because he's probably feels like he's on the chopping block every yeah. week. And, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. probably... He's, we'll talk about it maybe a bit later, but I mean, you probably hear again that Aaron Francis has played a really big game, and so you know the kid's coming through. Uh, like, like he, but, he's and storming the door down. This is
0: the thing. I mean, um, Aaron is unfortunately Maddie. <laughs> it's it's Aaron's it's Aaron's spot, but um, no, I agree. Uh, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie yeah, D's been great. He's um, again, yeah, on solid def-
1: on sheer defensive efforts. He's been really good. Like for for what he's employed to do. Is to stop his That's man He's and, and bring the ball to ground. He's doing his job, and I just wanted to shout that out. Anyway,
0: now um, the bloke that I described at the beginning of this year as about four litres of double cream. Oh no! Um, in that, uh, in... I get
1: you know what I've never mentioned to this. I get special mentions about your mentions of cream. Oh really? So.
0: Special mentions in a positive way? or
1: so, so, Dino, you heard it first. I couldn't stop him.
0: <laughs> four litres of double cream <laughs> from the Gippsland Valley with yes. the cows. No, um, four litres of double cream in Jakey Stringer to this club. <laughs> Except
1: for his boot at the moment. Yeah, Except, don't worry about that
0: small thing. But we, Jakey Stringer, um, what did he get? Disposals, 22. Um, we had
1: everything. He had eight marks. He had... He had nine tackles. Yeah, <laughs> so he's uh he he was up there with clearances, four clearances. He, his work rate and his efforts and his impact on the games are actually starting to show now. Absolutely, so, I mean he's
0: about he's about two litres of full cream milk at the moment. <laughs> please, he's, please, he's not he's not quite a cream <laughs> status at the moment, but he's about he's none of that sort of. But he's <laughs> touch of mayonnaise. He's, well, it's such a touch of mayonnaise. No, he's none of that sort of bloody uh, fat-free milk crap. He's full full cream, but uh, he's he's not actually at the Korean <laughs> status at the moment. But Jakey Stringer really starting to put his impact on the game. Um, and I, I don't know if anybody sort of noticed that everybody teed off on Jakey, and I, I was one of them because I thought he was a forward, didn't think he was a midfielder. Yeah. But have you noticed how he's just slid back into the midfield? Was, and no one's been saying anything because he's been getting twenty-two touches and nine tackles and clearances and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, he's playing. He's playing. Seems to be playing that half and half now. So yeah, and he, and he's playing it really well. Like it's it's actually a dangerous. This is the thing, combination. right? Combination. No um, one's
0: saying anything now.
1: I'm sure he's going to have a chat to McKeon after the game and say, "Can you stop running into my spots?" But well, but uh, yeah. But he no, he's Jake. He's actually had a fantastic fortnight or three or four weeks maybe. So uh, really pleasing. I, I mean the the. As there was a lot of criticism a month ago about Stringer, Saad, and not so much Smith, but now all three are on song. Like all three are now showing Absolutely. up yep. every game, making an impact, um, and yeah, and it's helping us out big time.
0: And I guess the, the the one of the things I also wanted to point out was over the last couple of weeks, me and Scotty been sort of looking at the game and reviewing and stuff, and we've been saying the the thing we didn't have early in the season when Zach wasn't performing particularly well. Um, is we didn't have those A-graders getting 30 touches and the high 20s, those three midfielders that we need. Yeah. But, I mean... Uh, um, well, Hepper would have had... That's the word yeah. I struck. Can you believe? I just forgot that man's name. Anywho. Hepper um, was
1: on that way. Zach
0: Merritt's had 29.
1: Go. We're starting to get our... I mean, the Zach Merritt part, he was fantastic today. He was probably in my top three. Yep. There were some critical moments where he's tackling and pressure... Was, was immense and I love his little tackles and shoving the guy to the ground and <laughs> it's just like this attitude I, then, I mean it's just my it's just my style I like that sort of I can tell he's playing for the team and the coach and, yeah. uh, and he, but, we, yeah, but we get those he's getting guys. back into form he's getting back into form yeah we get month. those
0: we get the A graders in Zach making A grade decisions and then we get yep. Dave pop out of nowhere and we get Mason Redman um, with 24 touches as well so we're getting that yeah. High level of possessions and uh, and run through the midfield, yeah, which is and which is allowing the forwards to to become dangerous and really important today
1: with Heppel that with the concussion test, it's actually if it's ever going to happen, have it the week before a week off. Yeah, exactly. So right. um, he's now got two weeks, so that'll be fine. He'll actually come back and for our biggest game of the year, which will be West Coast over there. <sighs> <laughs>
0: Damn. (laughs) Hey, hang on a minute. I'm travelling to Perth next week. Oh, no, there's a bye. Damn. Um, Okay, so the much maligned and uh, and spoken about, B. Goddard. What do you reckon?
1: Oh, look, just solid without starring.
0: Yeah? Yeah, just fairly solid, but... Kind of hoping you were going to go with more than that, then. <laughs> no, that's how I felt. You know, I, I felt like. But see, another twenty, another twenty for the old boy. Like it's it. Yeah. I love what was his efficiency, like. Uh, it doesn't doesn't give you. It doesn't say. Disposal uh, efficiency, yeah, it does. De, um, Brendan got eighty five percent.
1: That's pretty standard for him.
0: Eighty five percent. See, but it's yeah. not bad. Like I, people need to understand. I think that Brendan. He's just consistent back there. He's just another player, like like a like a Matty D or, or a Hurley or a Hooker or something like that. It's just someone that you can just trust. Just more
1: experience, yeah. To, yeah, you can just experience. But I, and I you must can admit, trust. I just thought he was okay though. I, yeah. I'm just being honest. Yeah. I thought Langford actually did some nice things. I thought his pressure was a little bit better today. Had six tackles, so he's his journey is still continuing quite strong. He hasn't really got under. 17, 18 possessions for a while now. So he's he's getting the ball a bit more consistently, and, and his game time still is could increase more. So he he always does go on the bench more, but he's played probably about five or ten more minutes because of yep. Apple being out. But what do you think of Connor McKenna taking on the game that much? Tetos is um. Sometimes he has to understand uh, that. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. only
0: so many times you can do the uh, the yeah, fend off. Like I, Connor's Connor's every now and then <laughs> is going to back himself th- we're a little bit potentially much, and that's <laughs> man But that's okay. I mean, I, I guarantee you, you'd rather that in his yeah, nature than absolutely. I guarantee you, Washer will be just looking at and going, "Eh, look, that's the one out of ten Yeah, where he gets caught. Um, but yeah, it would be good to say, man. And like I said, that's the next part of his game, maybe just to to realize that when you're, you're not faster than absolutely everybody. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know, put the, dribble the ball out in front of yourself, go pick it up again or something like that. But, I mean, yeah. he's, love Connor, um, love him and Sad in the back line. So, um, can't say enough. And, and the other thing, too, I think that allows um, Hurley and, and Hooker to be able to uh, to take those 11 marks is the fact that we're not getting smashed in the midfield. Yep. So, the ball, like you did at Richmond. So, the ball's not just coming out, out of the back line real quick. And then just flying straight back in there to the yeah. forwards advantage. And Hooker and Hurley are two of the best defenders in the comp. Can't take those marks or haven't got time to reset or the like. So yeah. the, the fact that we've got um, a midfield that's performing and someone like Mason Redman coming in and doing really well, it's worth absolutely everything. I was listening to Triple M this uh, on the way to your place today, Scotty, and... Um, Paul Roos was just saying that the midfield is everything. The midfield in the modern game is everything. You've got to get your midfield right. I mean, he was talking about the Gold Coast at the moment just being real bad in the midfield. Yeah. Um, but Essendon, I think, is addressing it. I think those things that they might have tried to put in place at the start of the year with um, Stringer and those guys going into the mids is actually starting to work now. Mm. Like, it didn't work for a while, and they put Jakey down forward, and I think they go half and half, which is a good mix now. But Langford is starting to get multiple games. Um, Zachy Merritt's back because he's not. Yeah. He's they figured out the tag, or he's not getting particularly tagged. Davey Myers pops up, and it just helps the defenders in a big way. Agree, agree. And look, I I did get
1: a text. Um, this is pretty much live here. <laughs> just uh, just bear with us for a brief, So I've just texted a friend, a good friend Gwenda, uh, who actually went to the VFL, so that she saw the whole VFL game and said, "Hey, tell me who your best is." So she sort of did Francis, much long Merritt, Heppel and Clark. So kind of names that you want to hear. But I did hear Francis was absolutely starring. So that's uh, yeah. they have the week off.
0: <laughs> yes. Does he get a does he get a well, plane not trip sure. to Perth? Actually,
1: I'll check. I'm not sure if the VFL have the week off. I, oh, okay. I would yeah, say good they, call. they may not. Um, but does so. he get a does he get a ticket to Perth? He'd be very very close. Is Perth the right ground for him? I think he likes open space. So yeah. I'd say so. Okay uh yeah i've no issue with him playing like the perth game the, the problem with us being 5 and 7 is unfortunately we actually have to do some quite big upsets so i mean if we lose to perth we're 5 and 8 and we're you know you'd have to say we're in a bit of trouble yeah so we have to actually pull off a few minor miracles um so
0: and West Coast are good at the moment. They're very, very solid. They're good, especially so, over there. So uh, yeah, we can
1: only hope that after they have a break like us, that they come out a little bit flat or yeah. But um, I doubt that will be the case. Yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, so the Perth game will be a very, very tough game. It'll be really interesting in selection uh, to because you're gonna I, need runners. I think over there'll be there. yeah, I think there'll be a lot of guys up up for grabs because. Um, Sound like Stuart got the ball just by the yesterday and Twitter a few times today. So uh, I still think Stuart to my this is my personal feeling is that he's the better of the Fords, as outside of Joe Dannaher. Oh, like, I agree. Uh, I, mean, I think, think he, yeah. I think one I th- one week th- is I think enough. he structurally was just messing up for us and and he and he got it. So yeah. So where do we go from here? So it's five and seven. It's the mid it's mid season break. If we discuss the mid-season, look, the, the, the word that comes to mind is terribly inconsistent, yeah, uh, and that's just the reality. You just hope the last month gives us some sort of momentum.
0: Um, cause Have we got anybody coming back? Like, if, is anybody after the break ready? No, because they're all sort of long-term yeah, injuries, there's, aren't there's they? There's a
1: few longer-term with the parish and yeah. Gleason's still got a while. Look, I think Travis so Travis
0: Collier is the one. He so, might be interesting yeah. to take to Perth. Yeah, no, that's a good call.
1: So he, I don't think he'll be ready for Perth. Just, just Unless the VFL play again next weekend, If they, yeah. which if they do and he gets a third game and he plays well, they'll be very, very tempted with him. But, you know, yeah, Gleeson and, and a few other guys have got a bit more longer term. So it'll be interesting to see, um, yeah, who's available. But I don't think there's much much
0: <laughs> Well, much. it could be much
1: yes much actually played well today so he might be in the running but uh,
0: cuz we'll need mids over there yeah we'll need some extra mids because of the size of the ground but it would be
1: interesting to see because there's no doubt i know we won today there's no doubt that for me anyway there's some forward for a forward line at the moment is probably not ideal yeah i agree uh, 100% wise. agree
0: uh, no Jimmy Stewart in there. There's no yeah. Joey D in there. There's yeah. there
1: you go right. So I think I think you got to put in a Jimmy Stewart back in uh, if he's going to do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like he's a he, he creates a few more opportunities for us and and a bit cleaner with his hands. Um, McKernan obviously as McKernan is a little bit up and down. Mitch Brown, interesting. Be nice. Running away. Be from- nice. <laughs> No 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 he he battled hard and that sounds like a real horrible true put down but it's not but unusual goal running away from the goal by the
0: way. yes what was with that man if he had missed that goal i swear, Woosh's head, I know. Woosh's head
1: would have exploded it is one of those ones if you miss it everyone's going to cane you. But,
0: oh, credit to him. But, and then modern footballer, man, tell me they can't kick that like it, it's in their yeah. sleep. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it he, he is. you could tell straight away he just felt more comfortable with that side just screw it across. kick. And there. it
0: never looked like anything other than going through, which was great. Yeah. Nice. So, hey, what,
1: what mark have you said out of, you know, A to F, as in like school mark? Yeah. How do you give our first half oh, the year? Oh,
0: really good question. Um, I'm going to put... A positive spin on the start of our season, right? I'm gonna give it a. <laughs> Please don't s- stop with that. No, I'm gonna give it. Ah, I want to say C plus. No, I want to say B. But I think a C plus. I'll go D. Really? Well, we're five and seven. <laughs> yeah, we're five and seven, but we've got like three big kid, big names you got to bring in. No no Joey like yeah, I still,
1: out. I still feel like even with Joey played we, we were poor. So I I A D no one expected us to be five and seven. No one I think most people thought we'd probably be about I don't know, three or four losses maybe. But, yeah but, maybe. Uh, but, uh, no, I think a D's fair. I think I think a D's fair. Mm. It's it's a
0: uh, it has Actually the, <laughs> the more I think about it, B's probably ambitious considering but he's probably a smidge ambitious but yeah. I'll stick with the when you're 11th
1: plus. on the ladder it's a, yeah.
0: yeah but yeah, I wonder how many games you are outside the 8 anywho but I reckon yeah a, a C plus absolutely C plus.
1: now um you're a generous man
0: I am Roger at this time of the at this time of the show we probably would uh, um, probably stop for our sponsor of the week
1: God forbid yes
0: yeah no thanks very much <laughs> keep, keep saying that because it's hugely pop. it's hugely good for my confidence um, but we're not doing one this week Oh, um, I've been, I've been in a lot of meetings. I've been in a lot of, uh, um, <laughs> having been to... high powered, uh, business meetings, um, trying to explain to everybody that we're global. We're trending we're uh, all of that, but I haven't secured one this week. So we'll look for the, uh, for the lunchtime catch up podcast <laughs> sponsor coming next week. Um, we should probably insert one of the old sponsors here, but they're not paying us <laughs> anymore. So bad luck. Yes. Um, but no, we haven't got one next week. One thing I do want to do give as a quick shout out, um, a quick shout out to a bloke who, this is going to be really boring for Essendon fans, so I'll get through it nice and quick, but I wanted to say it on the podcast. He's a bloke called Theo Thistling, and he's a he's a bloke from uh, Tarelgan who's currently walking the Appalachian Trail. Uh, when you get a, spy, a spare five minutes, look it up. It's a dirty great big hiking trail in there. How long is it? It takes roughly six months to do this hiking trail. Right, it's from Georgia in the south of uh, the US all the way up past New York uh, and into Maine.
1: How many kilometers uh, is that?
0: That is three thousand three hundred and fifty, which is the equivalent of walking Melbourne to Brisbane, walking, mind you, Melbourne to Brisbane, Brisbane back to Melbourne, and then Melbourne to Wangaratta. And is there a rumor you're going to do it? in a year there is a tiny rumor that i'm going to be doing this in a year or so um the lunchtime catch-up podcast will need to be done from the top of <laughs> mountains in the u.s somewhere um but theo Thistling, um his uh, his name on his youtube channel uh is reboot um he's a bloke from tarragon uh happens to be a dirty magpie supporter but we won't hold that against him um he's currently uh halfway through just to tick over halfway through and um it's, an, it's a seriously impressive thing that the guy's doing, and I just wanted to, to say all the best to uh, Theo. If you get time, uh, have a look at his uh, YouTube channel, Reboot, uh, on the Appalachian Trail. Um, he's an Aussie over there, and he's about as Aussie as it gets. He's a great um, great bloke, and he's doing it a little tough at the minute, because quite literally, we're not talking just walking. He's walk- for the last two or three days, he's walked the equivalent of an average of 42 kilometers a day, every single day. Um, which the man's a machine so I just wanted to say uh, all the best to Theo um, he does actually listen to this podcast while he's over there in um, uh, on the trail so all the best Theo mate keep your, uh, keep your head down and keep up with the miles there you go yes like that in your book of useless information for everybody else but um, congratulations to, to Theo on what he's doing well we should probably take a break maybe and yep. we can come back and wrap it up um for this week's podcast we haven't uh, still working on some guests but um yeah we'll come back after this break and wrap it up Welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. The Mason Redman beats the Brisbane Lions show today. Um, just wrapping it up today, Scotty. Uh, I mean, just a question for you. What do you want to see out of the boys for the remainder of this year? Question without notice.
1: Yeah, so I'm really hoping uh, for the second half this year, I guess the word consistency comes into play. I hope the the midfield continues to grow. I think that's an important area. Yep. Uh We've probably the three of the last four games won in the midfield. So that's pleasing that it's we're, we're getting better. Positive. And look, and we said even in the Richmond game, clearances and tackles were actually, we're, we're actually quite competitive against Richmond. So we had no issue um, in that area of the game. Uh, we're going to continue to run defensively. Um, I still want us to get a little bit better tactically and structurally, I think that would be a key part.
0: Is There's work to be done in the forward yeah, line.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt Woosher has a firm belief that the forwards are going up too high. So I just want to keep seeing those kind of changes where I get a sense... There's two things I want to get a sense of. Who is the best 22? Or twen- I'll say best 25. Because we've tried a few. Yeah. And we've had a lot of guys rotating in and out and I just don't feel like we're totally balanced as yet. Um and look and the second thing is is tactically how we're gonna go about the second half of the year, how um how we're gonna approach the opposition, uh defend against the opposition, um, plan against the opposition. So with with the Neil departure, it'll be interesting how the the assistant coaches go. I still think there's a lot of work for our forward coach Corrigan. Um uh, so I think he has a quite a bit of a work to do because yep. our forwards have been in and out and it's probably not helped him a lot. But but I think he's probably got, at the moment almost, I see is the most pressure uh, as, as, out of any of our assistant coaches because our forwards just a little bit all over the shop. Um, yep. We should have kicked over 100 points today. That's how I felt. I agree. Yep. Uh, and we we probably, we probably um, left 35 points behind. I'll say 35, 40 points yep. behind in the game today. So they're the little things... Uh, We are at least improving. I mean, in all seriousness, we don't usually win Brisbane and Lillow, Brisbane and Brisbane. Absolutely. Uh, So we don't usually beat GWS and GWS. Um, So beating Geelong comfortably, it has been a good month. Uh, So I'm really happy for that fact. There are at least some good signs. Our second half of the year schedules is not too bad. There's some definitely winnable games. Um, well, you know, you've, we've obviously got the teams like the Suns, and I still think we can beat the teams like North Melbourne, uh, a few other teams like that. We've probably got Carlton again, and, and a few other teams. So there's wins to be had if we're serious and we approach the game, and we have a bit of luck on injuries. Uh, Joey D out seems to be out, and we both got the gut feeling he's going to be he's, out. He's, he's going to be playing. out for a while. Yeah, he's not playing. No, so, I don't
0: reckon the, ra- the remainder of the year they'll put him away.
1: Yeah. You could tell he wants to play probably about six or eight weeks, but I'm just not sure that's the case. But no. uh, you've got uh, Gleeson taking his boot off this week, so he's going to now start training. So he's definitely going to be in the lineup. Uh, he's got a lot of spots to, to try and grab too, because that half back spot is is got a lot of talent with with Mate, Francis playing well. Francis D. So, I mean, he's well outside, but even as Zerg Thatcher, I mean, there's some really yeah. a, a depth of of defenders coming through is actually looking really strong. Keep an eye out for the Zerk. So, and it's good to see Longy having a few good games in the in the VFL as well. So, I mean...
0: Yeah, that's actually, that's something I reckon we should would make a bit more of. longy has been in maybe the yeah. top five for a couple of weeks in a row now, which yeah, is great. Yeah, so it's
1: really pleasing. So, yeah. he, he has got talent. There's no problem about Hugely. that. Hugely. But uh, he always had a bit of consistency issue. And it was probably, his body was was quite lean and, and got bounced lean off. Lean. and what Yeah, it? so... There's a really big um, second half of the year to come. I'm working on the club to get, hopefully, the VFL coaches guests soon. Yeah. So we're just we're just having talks with that. We'll see how that goes. It'd be really good to talk to Dan Jordan. We're we gonna about... we're
0: gonna keep working hard on getting guests. We've um, I know we've named one particularly big guest, um, <laughs> yeah. and we're are still working.
1: Yeah, yeah. So look, I, I know we mentioned about getting Hurdy on, and and he, yes, he did agree to. I, I just wanted to highlight that he's obviously incredibly busy yeah uh so look we're we've just given uh, a communication of patience
0: absolutely um, yeah we, we've spoken to a couple of people that are that are close to hurdy um, on this subject and they've said listen he is literally the, the busiest man on the planet and hes i mean he's backwards and forwards to the states he's got so many business interests that he quite literally is the most busy man in the world and we are still a podcast from a bedroom in Montrose, so yeah. Um, but, but we're going to really, really, really try. We've we've yeah. heard positive things. I mean, they've they've basically said if he said he'll be on, he'll he'll do it. It's just going to be when we can tie Herdy down.
1: Yeah, and look, we've really communicated just the no pressure vibe, and Absolutely. and just like whenever it happens, it happens. If it if it happens in a couple of months or in a couple of weeks, we're not really too too fast. We we are generally. Our, our feel is just that he's going well, and we're happy. and And he did say he wanted to come on, so that's great. So, but whenever that happens, we're not too stressed. No. It, it's it's just we'll it's keep just working our,
0: on some good guests to get other guests um in for you. People that are going to be interesting. So
1: yeah. So uh, finally, just a, an interesting development with Jackson Taylor taking on the AFL in the court. I wasn't. I wasn't sure I was going to mention this, yeah. but I still think it's an interesting development. I know people have asked me, what do I think? I know some people think I have a bit of a move-on mentality and, and I've always felt a little bit that the players have had a, a small desire to move
0: on. And, oh, it's more than small.
1: Uh, so that's just been my feel. But don't ever confuse that with my anger and my um, frustration with how Asada and AFL treated the Essendon Football Club, even in light of the things we did wrong in governments and 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 I never shy away from that. That we did some things wrong, but I have no issue with the Jackson Taylor, um, good luck to poor him. Core case, and and in fact he's contacted me and said he wouldn't mind being on the podcast. So uh, that will come up when he's legally can. Yeah. <laughs> I'll there's say a, that there's a few issues at the moment. <laughs> so uh, we'll have a discussion with him. Uh, look, I really I've always felt the AFL treated our club. Incredibly poorly, uh, treated treated our head coach at the time incredibly poorly and its assistants. And they tried to do some backroom deals with probably our current president I mean, sorry, ex president. um, And it didn't work. And a lot of people suffered. And they didn't do due diligence or process. And I've always believed that. So I have no issue with the court case. And um, I'm always going to be on a side interest. Looking on and interesting to see, you know, if if those guys have to go on the stand and so be it. They have I've always wanted a few people to be on a stand and sell the truth exactly about right. what's happened. Under
0: know, if not just AFL
1: rules. So, um, so look, I don't really have an issue with it. I don't think it detracts really much from what's happening at the club or on the field. So that's just my thoughts I want to make sure I just put that across so people understood why I was but look let's wrap it up absolutely let's wrap up a win three wins out of the last four really good uh, where, where can we where can they find us Scotty at well we've got our people have noticed uh, we've already got over 200 members in our Facebook group yeah. so the lunchtime Catch Up podcast is on Facebook now uh, if you're if you're we are acid acid Mem, bombers member or true the red sash or, or any of those guys um, just have a look. I've been posting how to how to connect to our Facebook group. Yep, uh, it is currently on a private site, so it, feel free to contact me or even on Twitter and on how to get on. I can help you get on. So. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so uh, they can obviously
0: email in at gmail uh, lunchtime catchup gmail dot com. Yep, yeah. um, really easy to get hold of us on the Facebook though. I mean it's. It's, um, it's nice and convenient. They can uh, also find us iTunes and SoundCloud. You're probably listening to one of those two as if you're listening to this podcast. Um, but if you want to let, tell anybody else, um, the Lunchtime Catch-Up um, is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Scotty will quite literally be uh, putting this together after we've finished here and loading it up. Um, so look for that in about the next hour or so.
1: Yep. But thank you, guys. Have a
0: great Monday off. for a long those. weekend. <laughs> and we're
1: very, very excited about that fact. And then I'm actually in Pav Cove. The week after, so in about seven days. So. Very
0: nice. So um, I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll try and do a Sunday before I go. Sunday before we go kind of podcast it might need to, might need yeah. to be. But um, thank you very much, everybody, for listening, and um, we will uh, see you next week. Catch you, guys.